Welcome to the new reality edition of Bike Mars Cafe right here on Hawaii Public Radio where we f- serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lam. This week we'll jump right into our conversation and explore the digital transformation, transformation happening all around us. Uh, and I'd like to welcome Christine Sakuda. She's the Executive Director of Transform Hawaii Government. And Leilani Farinas, Executive Director at the True Initiative. I had, I've had both of uh, these women on, and, and they're great uh, leaders in this, in this tech arena. And I want to welcome them both to Bite Marks Cafe. Aloha, Bert. Aloha. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you both on. And I, you know, Chris, I know you, I've had you on several times, and Leilani, but have I ever had you guys on both at the same time? They have gone on once before. Oh, well, that's... I think so. Well, uh, for, you know, those uh, few people out there that might not know what True does or what Transform Hawaii Gov does, I mean, let's let's do a little bit of uh, level setting uh, so that uh, we, we all know what does, what does True... Do? I, we'll start with True. I mean, and True stands for Technology Readiness User Evaluation. Leilani, what, what exactly does your organization do? And I, I understand that you are now like a f- full-fledged independent nonprofit. So what is your mission? Yes. Um, so full-fledged independent nonprofit originally started up through the Hawaii Executive Collaborative. Mm-hmm. But as of the beginning of this year, we stood ourselves up and we, we are a standalone um, 501c3 nonprofit. Uh, and the fantastic thing about who we are, we're a public-private uh, partnership. We are a nonprofit, and our mission is to tech-enable Hawaii's organizations. So there's a lot of players in the tech space doing a lot of work um, across the spectrum. Where our focus is on Hawaii's organizations, Hawaii's companies, and really rallying around um, leaders and highlighting the various technologies that are available out there that they can implement now and today in order for them to operate more efficiently and to modernize their business operations. And by doing that, um, they can thrive, and then their employees um, can, can do higher-value tasks. And then the outcome of that is those employees, um, at some point in the journey, will be able to earn a higher wage. Mm-hmm. So. That's our way of creating a diverse and sustainable economy for our residents and, and our community through creating a demand for tech-enabled jobs. And so that's, that's the area that we're focused on. And with the companies that are perhaps the focus of your attention, are they willing participants in, in wanting to embrace uh, some of this new technology? And, and maybe mention what types of new technologies are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll use a very, very recent example. So um, utilizing AI mm-hmm. within the um, realm of customer service. So basically, any company at this point in time can create their own call center, whether you're a small company or a big company. We just had a use case sharing session last week, and the local business that enabled or utilized this technology with Central Pacific Bank. And I think the valuable thing is, you know, any tech company can come in and talk about the technology, but it doesn't really have any, it's not meaningful unless 
you have somebody here in Hawaii or a local business that everyone knows and, and loves uh, and hear and talk story with the leadership about what their journey was when they implemented a call center. So you call, you know, you call in and you can get frustrated. But the thing is, is these days uh, the technology has been developed so much that a business, whether small, medium or large, they can actually create uh, their own call center. And they might have not been in, in a position to do it before because you needed resourcing and manpower and, frankly, people. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case today. And, in fact, uh, you know, this type of service is a pay-as-you-go service. So you can start it, and if you don't like it, you don't have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And then the other mm-hmm. thing, too, is when you think about call center, you're thinking about a, an operator at the end of the line. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just one thing. But because you're implementing AI, um, a lot of the data you know, and the interactions that you're having with the with the customer, the system just gets smarter as you go on and it becomes more efficient with, you know, uh, dictating or being predictive about, you know, what your customers need. Mm-hmm. So you can, you can evolve that service. So that was, that's an example of uh, at the core what we do and how we try to inspire local businesses to use technology. Oh, that's, that's, yeah, that's great. I think, you know, <clears throat> um, sometimes businesses are comfortable in, the space that they're in and looking at some of the new technologies might be a little bit uh, daunting uh, given given perhaps the changes that need to be implemented. But what I'm also is, experiencing is the fact that it's moving so quickly that yes. you almost have to not force, but, you know, take proactive measures to stay, you know, stay in tune with all the, changing things that are happening especially you know you mentioned ai and uh just the whole idea of of looking at uh tools like uh, chat gpt and how that might now impact you know processes and how companies might look at look at things it's almost like you have to start to leverage those tools just to better understand what it's capable of doing yes and i think the most important thing really is that with some of them, you you don't necessarily have to have an, a big investment. There are certain technologies out there that you can actually stand up today, and you make you could even demo it, mm-hmm. and you can even create a sandbox, and the technology partner can help you do that. So you can test it out even before you you know you roll anything out enterprise wide, okay. and that was really um, enlightening to see. We we had a lot of engagement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I I do want to talk more about some of the projects that Chu is involved in, especially things like you know, the eSports lab uh, over at Waipahu High School. But I want to give Chris a chance to let people know what Transform Hawaii government does. And Chris, you've been doing this for a while now and uh, have been focused you know, quite, a, quite um, uh, pointedly at operations uh, within government and how that might improve uh, with IT modernization. So what are some of the latest projects that, that Transform Hawaii Gov has been involved in? I mean, it's, it's, it's always a pleasure to be on the show and share the, the kind of work that we do. So Transform Hawaii Government, um, it is a nonprofit organization, and we not only advocate for tech transformation of government services, but we also really seek to partner with our government leaders uh, across the broad spectrum of, of departments and really try to understand how are their technology modernization projects going? Mm-hmm. What are their challenges related to, to implementing 
oftentimes enterprise systems, which are complex. They're across multiple departments, you know, at, at all levels within the department. And so um, when we try to really listen and understand what some of the challenges are, you know, oftentimes they're not really related directly to technology. They're related to um, the readiness to embrace change, to be, be ready to, you know, change the way people do business, you know, from a perhaps a very manual paper-based system into a much more automated system. And we've, we've come a long way, um, but there's a lot more to do. So one example of that is over the last year, in 2022, we interviewed about 100 different leaders across all of the departments, including the former Governor David Ige, and we asked them, where are they in their in modernization? What do they think needs to happen, especially mm-hmm. coming out of the pandemic? And we've been sharing that. Um, we share that with back with uh, our government partners first before we take the report public, which we're getting ready to do this summer. So oh, okay. happy to share more about that. But really excited about those findings. Well, I, I do want to talk to you a little bit more about how a independent nonprofit, separate from government has the right kinds of tools and levers to influence government. So I, I do want to give you a chance to share a little bit of, the, of that insight. But we'll hold that thought. We'll be right back after this short break to continue our conversation with Christine Sakuda, Executive Director of Transform Hawaii Government, and Leilani Farinas, Executive Director of the True Initiative. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, whose contributors help Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Anchor Systems Hawaii. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Christine Sakuda, Executive Director of Transform Hawaii Government, and Leilani Farinas. She's the Executive Director of the True Initiative. And we're talking about the accelerating the rate of digital transformation in not only government, but also in the private sector. Right before the break, uh, you know, Chris and I were talking a little bit about what Transform Hawaii Government does. And as an independent nonprofit, Chris, I mean, how is it that you can press the right buttons or pull the right levers to get folks inside government to actually embrace IT modernization? What, what's, the, what's the secret sauce there? Gosh, I, I feel like I'm. St- that, that's a question I ask myself every day: is what is the cost <laughs> of doing that? But you know, I, I'm a big advocate, Bert, of you can't you can't do things to people, you know, or you do things with people. You can't do things for people, but with people. And mm-hmm. so, what we what we really try to do is we try to build relationships um, with people within government. And every every four to, or eight years. The leadership changes within government. People retire. There's been a lot of retirements that are happening mm-hmm. within government. And THG has really been around for about 10 years so, and focusing on this. So we really feel in some ways we're kind of have that consistent voice across changes in leadership now um, in the third administration since THG has been focusing on this work. Mm-hmm. and. You know, we've we've learned along the way that you can't you can't do anything without trust and with relationships. So we try and spend a lot of time on that, and then through that we learn, you know, solutions or 
factors for success of modernization projects don't only rest with choosing good software, mm-hmm. you know, or setting up good, good, you know, enterprise infrastructure. It's, it's that plus more. And so we're really trying to pay attention to that and take, take, take stock of what that means to the different big projects going on, such as um, unemployment insurance modernization is one of the big projects, as well as uh, enterprise financial management systems, one of the big projects. And those are really systems that help the, the heart of, of or the engine of government run effectively and efficiently. Then also we look for opportunities to support um, where are the touch points for uh, community to get involved um, in government, which, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which allows us to kind of collaborate with the um, Hawaii Annual Code Challenge, which, been, which we've been a perennial kind of sponsor of, mm-hmm. but also Code for Hawaii, for example. Right. And the true initiative. Right, right, right. And I do want to talk a little bit about the collaboration that your, you know, both your organizations uh, uh, conduct, you know, with with each other. Uh, but I, I, I do want to ask you one of the things that I do notice, which I think uh, Transform Hawaii Gov does an important function in, is helping the government come up with their strategic plan for uh, IT modernization. I mean, and that's something that. I think is a is a great collaboration between THG and and the folks over at ETS, which is the Enterprise Technology uh, Solutions or Services Group. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean we have I think since the first plan that THG helped support was back in I don't know 2012 or mm-hmm, 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another plan that was under Governor Abercrombie, and that was a really big plan, um, really robust. And maybe it had to be in some ways because there was really no plan before it. And so there was a lot of effort put into understanding what is the baseline of, of um, state government programs mm-hmm. in terms of modernization. You know, where are they at? What do they need? Um, and then when the leadership changed, you know, the plan, the, the state IT strategic plan was, I think, put on pause for a little bit. So we, THG, helped advocate with the legislature to kind of create a new plan um, that reflected the needs at that time. And so that legislation got passed, and we partnered with the CIO at the time, got support from the governor, and created that plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the plan that is still being used today with the current um, CIO. Yeah, no, that's great. And, and <clears throat> you know, between uh, both uh, True and THG, I mean, um, Leilani, what are some of the things that you folks are both kind of working on uh, as a as a partnership. Well, I think when I talk about when we talk about True or Transform Hawaii government, I always say we're sister organizations mm-hmm. because we're we're trying to achieve the same thing. Um, obviously, Christine's customers or uh, area she's focused on is um, is government, and True is complementing that. We're focusing on external, so um, the the private side and and nonprofits. But we're both, you know, we're both doing the same. So one of the big things we're working on, which is happening the second year in the ro- in a row, is the Hawaii Cloud Innovation Summit, which is happening August 1st. And uh, it, it's an event that is available and complimentary to all registered attendees. Um, and there, you know, we're going to be focusing a lot, well, because this is the way technology is moving, is is cloud technology, mm-hmm. uh, and we're going to be having uh, a full day of conference featuring 
inspiring keynote. So um, Lieutenant Governor will be providing the opening keynote. Uh, and then we'll have some thought leaders on a global level um, come and talk about um, digital transformation, as well as local leaders, too. So that's the exciting part of it. And Christine's actually um, moderating um, our second keynote. It's a fireside chat with Hawaii's biggest leaders. As they talk, they're mavericks in their organizations, and they're going to talk story and share about, you know, what they've done to move the needle within their um, respective organizations. So we've got Servco represented from a private perspective. We have IHS uh, from a nonprofit perspective, and we're working on a couple of other leaders that are going to be representing uh, the government sector as well as um, the military Department of Defense. So. We'll have leaders there, and then we'll also have breakout sessions. Um, I guess the thing I wanted to uh, highlight really is that this is an event that's open to everyone and anyone. Mm -hmm. Leaders all the way down to, um, you know, staff. And it is an opportunity to come and learn. Um, This is talking about digital equity earlier. Um, This is an inclusive event, and we really encourage everyone um, to come together, come together as a team and come learn. Um, you know, the other thing, there is a session in, in, in the breakout session on workforce um, workforce development. So there is a track where we'll have a couple sessions around there. But the one thing that I kind of learned when I was, uh, you know, started this, this role, I think many people are very intimidated if they're not already on a digital transformation. They get intimidated by the word technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the one thing that I've learned is you can never really learn everything about technology because it's constantly changing. Mm-hmm. And so the mindset that you must have, you know, is, is that the fact that you're, it, it's a self-learning, um, you know, type of realm. A lot of people go to YouTube and they learn stuff. This is exactly what technology is. It's curiosity and, and keeping up the learning because you can never keep up with the, how fast technology is changing. You might have learned something one, one year ago, but, you know, a yeah. year or two years later, yeah. it, it's not relevant. So that's the mindset that people need to really embrace. You can never really know everything, and not everyone knows everything either. I don't. So, yeah. uh, you know, that's the one thing. Don't be intimidated. I mean, everybody in that room is, is, is learning, and nobody, no matter how smart they sound, you can never know everything because it's changing so fast. I totally agree, and I do want to ask you both about what you feel uh, the importance of digital technology, especially in the context of, of, of Hawaii, its operations, its economy, and the future. Uh, but we'll hold that thought. We'll be right back at the short break to continue our conversation with Christine Sakuna. She's with uh, Transform Hawaii Government and Leilani Farinas with the True Initiative. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor PCAT, Pacific Center for Advanced Technology Training. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Christine Sakuda, Executive Director at Transform Hawaii Government, and Leilani Farinas. She's the Executive Director over at the True Initiative. And, you know, right before the break, um, Leilani was uh, doing a a great job of, uh, you know, talking about the importance of the the, just the digital transformation that's occurring. And and I I, personally, I know the answer to this question, but I do want to ask you both 
and maybe we'll start with uh, Christine. You know, what is <clears throat> what is the digital transformation, and how is it in your mind important to Hawaii when it comes to really uh, supporting the the workforce, supporting the economy, uh, supporting the the future position of Hawaii, you know, in the in the middle of the Pacific. I mean, w- how do you see this digital transformation uh, being embraced by Hawaii? Um, well, I mean, I think it's absolutely important, Bert, and we, we, the three of us on this call have, have either collaborated in certain ways together and partnered just really as trying to advocate for digital transformation in Hawaii. I think it's always evolving, and one of the, as I was reflecting as Leilani was talking, I think one of the things that that Leilani and True and myself and Transform Hawaii government are good at, we try to be good at, is we, we hold space and convene people from across different sectors of business and different kind of stakeholders to come together and talk broadly about technology and innovation. And what we find is that there's just there is a lot of energy in the community, of um, a lot of intelligence, um, a lot of commitment to to really trying to um, lean into digital transformation and innovation, but in a way that really holds true to Hawaii and where we're at and the special place that Hawaii is in. And so I I do think it's constantly evolving, and you know some of the most in Inspiring, you know, people that I've met that are involved with technology and, and digital transformation are, are people that are applying that to, um, you know, trying to address housing, trying to address circular economy, trying to leverage technology to to grow the, the agricultural in Hawaii, um, the food industry in Hawaii, and so it really is. You know, I, I really think that we continue to look for ways of how can we lift up those people and really connect them to the right resources and, and um, so that we can really build, as you said, Bert, a, a thriving economy. So I'm just, you know, excited about, you know, what something like the Hawaii Cloud Innovation Summit can, can bring and can offer as a connector under, under innovation. And just, you know, we have more activities planned as well. Mm-hmm. And, and Leilani, one of the things that <clears throat> um, this technology is obviously moving <clears throat> very quickly. And for companies and government to keep up, isn't it just <clears throat> trying to be uh, current with the status quo of, of, of technology being a present factor in all the things that we do? How do you see us perhaps growing the economy with the skill that people can now perhaps uh, leverage not only just keeping up but actually grow the economy well i i actually think you know one of the benefits is um like in the long term if we have uh you know tech enablement happening across the board is i think the huge benefit would be economic independence for for our island states so you know we're relying on traditional sectors like tourism and, and, and real estate. Mm-hmm. But when, you know, when local organizations look at using technology just to, you know, enhance or, or help them be more productive, um, then you're looking at a situation where 
um, you know, they can thrive. And if one company does that and another one does that, I think the knock-on effect will be economic independence. You, you know, we all know that you don't need to have um, a footprint here on the island to do business. And so I think if our organizations can just, uh, you know, lean in. And mm-hmm. the other thing, too, is that I mentioned earlier, it's, it's much easier these days to, to try something out. Uh, and, and a lot of the things that are on offer are as a service. So having the spirit to just try something out, because you don't have to fully commit. You can, you can sample something, and then if it doesn't work, you can try something else. So it's the spirit of innovation and really just, just trying it and not letting, you know, barriers, uh, you know, be put up and, and, and just, just try. Just try. And, and so, Leilani, what you're referring to is if, if companies were to lean in and to find, let's say, a marketplace that may be even greater than what they currently do just in Hawaii, mm-hmm. that, that is the scale. That is the opportunity at hand to, Absolutely. to seek you know, seek new markets with value-added propositions, value-added services beyond the shores of Hawaii. That's right. And then the other thing, too, is that the fact that we're on an island in the middle of the Pacific, that's a plus. Mm-hmm. This is a hub between, um, you know, the, the mainland and, and Asia. So there is an opportunity there to do business and expand, um, you know, let alone while you're doing that and digital transforming. We're, we're giving our, our, our workers a chance also to to be higher skilled and develop higher skill sets so that, you know, they're not backed into a traditional, you know, sort of low quality mm-hmm. level task. Um, at some point, you know, they start to become more skilled the more they uh, start to use technologies within their workflow. So, I mean, even from a small scale, I mean, that that's that's kind of where it starts, really. And Chris, you know, with the, with the, the digital equity, inclusion, trying to be uh, really conscientious of, of bringing all people within the community into sort of the digital economy. How does, how does uh, let's say, this Cloud Innovation Summit, how does that become a vehicle for that kind of inclusion? Um, well, it's a great vehicle. I mean, uh, as Leilani had, had mentioned, the, the summit is open to, to everyone. And we're really trying to get a, a broad spectrum of, of attendees coming. Mm-hmm. Um, it's free. And so it's really it provides an opportunity to expose anyone who's interested in learning about cloud innovation um, to really join the conversation. And, you know, there are, you know, um, so we really try to use something like the summit, the Cloud Innovation Summit, as a way to reach out to, to anyone that can make it. I mean, unfortunately, we, you know, for people that are on our neighbor islands and wanting to come, you know, that there is a, a cost there, but we'll be, I think we're recording the, the sessions, right, Leilani? Are we recording? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, we want to offer that out to everyone because it is so important to, technology is like an equalizer. I mean, you don't have to come from a certain, you know, group specifically to mm-hmm and do well in it. And so it really is just providing people as much exposure as possible to just learn and see how they can apply it. Well, that's great. And, and uh, Chris, where can people find out of uh, about the Cloud Innovation Summit and where can they go to, you know, maybe register? Well, I think the I best place answer. for people... Yeah, I was going to say truth. So Leilani can answer that Go one. ahead, Leilani. 
Um, it's it's on Eventbrite. So if you go to Eventbrite and just search for 2023 Hawaii Cloud Innovation Summit, okay, you, we'll you'll do. be able to register. I'll put that up on our show notes for later on. Christine Sakuda is the Executive Director of Transform Hawaii Government. Leilani Farinas is the Executive Director of the True Initiative. And I want to thank you both for joining me today. Mahalo Thanks for having us. Thanks. And of course, thank you for listening to Bite Mars Cafe. Join us next week when we'll talk about digital technology and content accessibility. If you miss any part of this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. Our engineer is David Chong. You can catch us on HPR One every Wednesday or anytime via the HPR app or your favorite podcast application. You stay safe. You stay awesome. We'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe. Thank you.